0: The definition of beauty, both inside and out, with enough space for the whole family. Stewart's Mazda is proud to present the updated Mazda CX-5 New Ground. The Mazda CX-5 SUV is a driver's car, coupled with excellent driving dynamics and generous standard specification. The Mazda CX-5 is ready to join you wherever life takes you. Come see for yourself and book a test drive at Stewart's Mazda. Master Ireland's after-sales dealer of the year 2021.
1: Here at Paddy Power, when we say there's a power price enhancement, we mean there's enhanced odds on a bet on UK and Irish racing each afternoon, in shop, every 20 minutes. Feel the power inside your local Paddy Power. Max stake 50 euro, or 25 each way, in shop only. Excludes betting machines. Applies to singles and each way singles only. One bet per customer. Offer period runs between 1 and 4pm, but may vary. Season season apply. Play safe. 18plusgamblingcare.ie. Ask staff for more details.
2: What's going on? Welcome to the Reality NSFW Survivor 41 Deep Dive Podcast. We are talking Episode 9 of Survivor 41. I am your host, Alex Romino. Sadly not joined by Lauren Pratt, but we do have a great guest filling in. Joining us once again, my good friend, Dan Monchel. Dan, how are you? Alex, I'm doing great. Uh, Glad to
3: be back talking another really good episode of Survivor. So really looking forward to it. How are you doing, man?
2: I'm great. The episode was a lot of fun even if I didn't like the results personally. Sorry, I love Nasir and Evie both so so much and I love everybody. But I'm thinking why not? Why don't we just get right into tribal? That's what the real chicken and beef of the episode was. So, uh the group for those who need a refresher, the two groups that went to tribal, the first one was Erica, Heather, Nasir, Ricard, and Shan. And then the second group was Danny, Deshaun, Liana, Evie, and Xander. But we start with the first group, the group that went to the Ua camp uh, that did not get to enjoy chicken and beef stew. Uh, what did you think about this first travel council as a whole? And really, I guess let's talk about the twist as a whole that they've done a couple times before.
3: I don't hate them doing this twist where they're breaking it up. Uh, it seems like they're definitely going back to that well a little bit I guess more recently and they're doing quicker than they have before because what they did it in Ghost Island as well as Island of the Idols I don't think it's bad specifically because it gives some people that are you know on the minority Alliance a chance to get back in it I don't think it's something that I want to see every season that it should be a staple but I'm fine if they get back to it you know every handful of seasons
2: yeah I'm with you there on it. I do wish they would maybe not do it at the final 10 because it's just getting predictable doing it at the same exact spot. Maybe maybe honestly, I would maybe say do it like final nine and give one person immunity or send them to XL or something. That would be how I would do it. But alas I think
3: it also could be something that they could do if they're sticking with the same format of maybe rather than kind of doing that at the final twelve. So you do the six and six. Yeah, or something good. along the lines that way. Because we've never seen it done at 12 before. It just always seems to be at 10.
2: No. But I also am an advocate for a smaller merge. So I don't even want to give them the possibility of doing it with 12. But That's you're, you're thinking more in reality that they will keep doing 12-person merges. All right. So the whole plan um, really centered around who's going to go home. Er, uh, Heather or Nasir. And I found this. I found this really interesting. I just... At the forefront, I mean, what happens? Nasir gets blindsided with an idol. Uh, Shan uses the extra vote, and they go 3-3, three, three, and then unanimously get Nasir in the revote. If you're Shan, what do you think the right move is here?
3: I still think it's probably the right move. I get that she felt that she had Nasir and was really close. I just... See that you know. After this, you're obviously down to the final eight, and she has her idol. I couldn't imagine at this point that they believed Xander would play his idol because he's safe. And I feel like just having three idols in play at eight that can get really messy. So I understand her being like, "Hey, I want to keep Nasir, if she still believes that she's good with uh, you know Danny and Deshaun and Liana on the other side. I think it's probably still a good move just because Nasir has that idol.
2: He does, but the, my question then is, why use the extra vote? If you're go, if you're okay getting rid of Nasir, just make it unanimous four one send Nasir home.
3: I think part of that comes back to the point where Heather, and I think for the most part, like she played a lot of things kind of poorly, but it honestly worked out for her. Like just her throwaway comment that Shan came up to her while they were talking was like, hey, I want to make sure it's not me. And Heather pretty much says, why? I can't tell you that. And so I think it just had to be done in the off chance that Heather and Erica would throw their votes somewhere else.
2: For sure. I, I, I get it from that perspective of its ultimate the ultimate like backup plan and uh, protecting against that. But at that point, I'd almost say just let Ricard cast the extra vote. I think she is by ha- having cast the extra vote, by having the idol that she's going to play, I think it's putting more and more of that future target on her back. It's somehow still not there fully, uh, according to anybody that's not really named Deshaun or Heather. Um no. But I think, it's to me, it's Shan needs to, I think, learn a little bit of pick the pick your battles to end up winning the war. And I think Shan's great at getting her way every single time. But I almost think she's not fully taking a step back and realizing, I can lose this one and ultimately win out. Uh-huh.
3: I don't think she was ever going to let Ricard cast it, though, simply just because she wanted... You know, if she gets to the end, she wants to be able to state that, and you've kind of seen that going back at previous episodes where it was where Jeannie was ultimately taken out. That Ricard's, Ricard said, "Hey, a lot of these plans are my ideas, but Shan is kind of the one that goes and closes them." And I think that if her game plan ultimately is Ricard's are number one, it's going to stick with him, which. Who knows how that's going to play out? I don't think she wants... Yeah, I don't think it's going to play out that way. But if she wants to keep that open as an option and she wants to sit next to Ricard, I don't think she wants to give that vote to him, especially while it's in her possession and make it seem like it was Ricard's move when realistically, I mean, it was, because he was the one that came up with the idea.
2: I mean, at that point, to me, it's if you're going to burn the extra vote here as ultimate insurance... I'd almost just let him do it as, all right, Ricard, here's your little thing. Now let me placate you because almost like with Deshaun, they're going to get more and more upset that she's literally doing everything. It's almost like she's dealing with like a little kid. You need to give them a little something to really placate them and like calm them down. Let them think they're doing something because they don't even think they're doing it. They think, oh, Shan's doing everything and I'm just along for the ride, only increasing her target later on.
3: But I think in some degree, she did placate him because for the fact that you could see right away, that wasn't something she wanted to do. She's spoken out in the yeah. past that she doesn't want to get rid of Nasir. So I think she did cave somewhat for the fact yeah. that she's like, fine, Ricard, like, we'll go along with this, but I'm going to be the one that executes it.
2: Yeah, you're not. You're definitely right about that. But then, I don't know. I I it's the common argument in Survivor. Do you go with the person who you trust more or do you go with the person who is who has less power in the game? And I think that's that was pretty much the clear decision maker here between Heather and Nasir. Do you take out the person who is more loyal to you and more dangerous or do you take out the person who's not dangerous but also not with you and not working for you?
3: Yeah, I think also what kind of led to it was the fact that you did have the smaller group. And as far as Shan knows, in the past, you know, what, 24 hours, she's kind of had a few different blowups with the Deshaun and going back and forth. And so I think it would have been different if she was still feeling very secure that, hey, you know, that kind of cookout alliance, we're going to stay strong to the end. But if you still kind of feel uneasy about the fact that maybe that's going to, you know, maybe we speculated the whole season that the civil war is probably going to come between shannon ricard at some point Mm -hmm. the way that we got all those scenes but maybe the first battle is shan versus sean and at that point i think she just needs to make sure that she has ricard locked up specifically in the situation she was at right there
2: i i'm with you there uh i would say overall i take this i almost always have this stance of the game is about people who you trust versus who you don't And I think even though Nasir is more dangerous, Nasir also is the type of player who is focused on loyalty. Yes, he is an idol, but, and yeah, he said, I won't, I'm going to use it for myself. However, I do think there's a chance he would maybe use it for a Shan or Ricard because he felt for whatever reason, really loyal to them. Like they've done a very good job of keeping him loyal over Heather, who yes, Heather doesn't have an idol or advantage yet, but you also don't know where she's coming from. She just showed you in the last episode how erratic she is and how all over the place she can be. And to me, it, it comes down to the devil I know versus the devil I don't. Even though the devil I know is a lot more powerful, I know where they are. I know what motivates them, what drives them, and I can at least have a little bit of control on them. And for a player like Shan, whose game is all about control, and controlling people incredibly well, I, I'm a little hesitant, in that, in that, um, but if you're going to, if the idea is give Ricard what he wants, I almost wish he gave Ricard a little bit more and just said, you know what, Ricard, you can have this one.
3: Yeah, that's fair. And I wonder if any of it has to do, and maybe, you know, I'm just overthinking here, but the fact that Ua Tribe, they kind of as they stated to the last tribal council that they had when they were still in UWA, that they had to play so much harder and so much faster out of the gate. And I wonder for Ricard, if it was something that like they had, you know, these first crazy 12 days or whatever the pre-merge was and the fact that they had a few votes that were more straight, I get that the merge vote wasn't straightforward, but he got their way and it was nothing too crazy. It was just the fact that we were playing so hard. We haven't done anything big in the last few votes and at a tribe of five, that's the perfect time to do something like that.
2: Yeah. I, from Ricard's perspective, we take R- Ricard, Ricard's clearly the less powerful person in that group. He's at a, He's already playing from the bottom of he, him pretty much. going. I have to take Shan out at some point in order for me to win. And I bet Chance thinking that with Ricard, but she's at a point of, She'd like to take him out. I don't think she needs to. Ricard knows if he has any shot of winning, he needs to take Chan out. And Chan needs to be the big piece on his mantle of, look, Chan was the power player of the season. She was controlling everything. All of you know this, and I got her. And I think he's trying to set himself up in a position to do it. So I can understand for his perspective, let me take out the person who is maybe loyal to me, but is more loyal to us as a group and is not as likely... Going to let me take out Chan. Whereas, have, Ricard told, yeah, Heather has really no loyalty to Ricard, but if Ricard says to her, hey, let's work together to take out Chan, she's going to say, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. Uh,
3: agreed. And I think that was as at least what were shown in the episode was it was originally Ricard that approached Heather and Erica. And Mm -hmm. I think that that was really smart on his part because he was the one that we see that pitches idea to him first so that if he needs them down the line, I I think they're going to gravitate more towards him because it seems, especially Erica has a little bit of disdain for Shan, you know, how she's running things. And so I think while it, you know, you can debate whether, like we have, whether it's good or not for Shan. I think it actually is a
2: really good move for Ricard. Oh, I'm I'm with you there in terms of it being a pretty good move for Ricard. I still think then, I don't, I'm still iffy about the extra vote and the whole thing. And I think Ricard could have maybe tried to get it from Shan, even mm-hmm. at least, because I think then he could have, at least if he was going to use it this round, let him use it. Uh, At least from his perspective, I think that would have looked better for him, saying he used the extra vote. But if not, try to keep it and keep it in his back pocket, so that way Shan has a reason to keep him around. Even if it's small reason, there's a reason there to keep him around. But the move itself, I like it. I'm just hoping for his sake that Erica and Heather actually feel loyalty to him and realize that he was the one who did it. And on the jury side, that nasir can realize ricard is the one who made that move too because I think if both those things don't happen ricard is not going to i'd say be in the most optimal position for the risk that he took and it was a pretty big risk i think
3: yeah i'd agree with that i think i know a lot of these is it's dependent on how things play out you know the rest of the game but I do think that ultimately it was good. And it was something that I'm not sure, like, did you see this happening? Because I thought for sure we weren't going to get the straightforward vote, at least on this tribal, for the simple fact that whenever it's, you know, you get back to camp and they got back to the UA camp and it was, well, this is really straightforward. It's like, I thought that we were being set up for someone to get blindsided the entire time.
2: To to me, it almost felt like they were, by them trying to almost spoon feed you so much that it's Heather, I almost feel like they were spoon feeding us that it was Nasir, unfortunately. And I was almost, the only reason I wasn't a hundred percent sure is because I was in denial and wanted Nasir to stay. I'm being fully transparent with that everybody knows. I thought Heather was going home and I was like, yeah, it's the right. In my opinion, it was the right move. So I was maybe a little like, yeah, I know Nasir said there's no way I'm going home five times over before and after the challenge, you said, I'm not going home, which Nasir, don't tell the target they're going home. And also don't say, I'm definitely not going home. I'm definitely not going to help you uh, when you're going home. That, that this is your wake up. But yeah,
3: I mean, I think the best thing he probably could have done there is at least told them, like, yeah, that's a great idea. Like, Let's take out Ricard or Shan, whichever target they were going to pick. It's called acting, and at least, yes. And at least make them think that, All right, you know, we're getting back together. Lou Boo strong. We're going to make a move.
4: Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the US. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu/visit. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At US Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and community safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
3: But and, I don't know if maybe just his English is a second language or just that he's such he seems to be such a good natured person. He might not have that in him, but it definitely was a misstep on his part.
2: Oh, I, th- I don't think. It was the lingerie. I think it was partially the good nature of him, but also really the confidence. And he was like, "I have an idol, and I have two tight allies that are in a good position in the game, and he thinks that the three of them can go very far." That's what I think he's saying, and he is almost saying, "I'm in a such a good, I'm in such a good position right here. Let me not do anything to risk it. Not even consider another option. Don't even like Heather get a thought." Because if Heather starts thinking she might pin it on him, like she, like according to him at least, like she did the very previous Tribal Council. Mm-hmm. But I, I do wish he at least, seri- not even like pretended. I wish he seriously considered joining up with with Erica and Heather because he has the prior relationships with them from Luvu and say, you know what? It's our time. We've been on the bottom. I've got an idol. Let's. We don't even need it though. Let's do something three two, pick whoever you want to go home.
3: Well, and I think it would have been good for him on his part because obviously he would have stayed. But also knowing that once again, after this, you're getting down to the final eight. And he knows that if I can get to the final four fire making challenge, which we all assume is probably going to be back again this year, he yeah. is going to win it, which means we get to the final eight. I have an idol for safety one round. Like, I only need to make it through a few more rounds and I can punch my ticket to the end.
2: Yeah. At, at this point, also, Erica is safe. You know, you can't get her. And you know, yes, to him, Heather's a little bit of a threat. But I really think if you can work with her and you are the one that saves her, because flat out, he could have put himself in such a power position by saying, Heather, I'm saving you. It's going to be us three. Yeah, he's not maybe not at the top of that, and he can't ride that to the end of the game. But I do think for him, it's worth taking out one of the two big powers players in the game. Now, yes, they're your allies, but they are so much more loyal to each other than they would ever be to Nasir. And I I also just wish he tried. I think that would have been interesting. Um, And yeah.
3: And also, I wouldn't be surprised moving forward if they continue to do this split where, all right, it's five and five at the merge. I almost feel like if you have an idol and you're at risk, you're we're going to see more and more people in the future if they're paying attention, just play it there, whether they think they're going or not, for the simple fact that every time you do this, you get at least one blindside. And at that point, when it's down to such a small group that it can only be one of the four of us, uh, um, I'm making sure I survive that vote. Do,
2: do you think Jeff and production wanted advantage get in here because that's a ultimately a big reason why i think they did this i think they wanted everybody scared enough to play their advantages they wanted the idols gone they wanted the extra roads gone and ultimately we still have three idols in the game which i don't think makes them too excited
3: no i mean maybe they wanted it uh i think think a lot of it just had to figure out like how it was all going to break down because i mean If Xander doesn't win, which I get that's going to the other, I think you're at least getting one. It's I'm not necessarily saying they won it, but I don't think they would have hated it either because obviously they seem to like the whole advantage get in more than the fans did.
2: Oh, they like the advantage get in, but you also look at what they did the very next season was instituting a shot clock on the idol on all these advantages because they like advantage get in, but they also don't like waiting. They want advantage get in nearly every tribal council, I think
3: i think they just want you know more fireworks at tribal the ones where it's hey it's really straightforward nothing it's hey you're on the bottom they like i think that's how we would have seen they wouldn't have enjoyed it if had evie had they not won the last tribal where it just would have been straightforward for the most part and let's get get evie out i don't think that's as exciting so i do think that they want to you know, they're sprinkling in a little bit more because they don't want everything to always be straightforward. Because while as, you know, viewers, we kind of want more of that purity of the game, mm-hmm. they're looking at it as they want more excitement at the end of the episode.
2: Yeah. Um. One thing I want to point out that just was really funny to me at this tribal. Uh, one, they're talking about how much OS sucks as a camper. And then two, Heather's saying, cue the idol. And I have no idea what that insect was, but that's just falling on Tiffany assuming that the timing was right and it wasn't just an editing trick that was just hilarious and even if it wasn't an editing trick it was well done because i just laughed at it oh i fully believe that it was probably an editing trick but well done like that's just yeah
3: if you have that clip you have to play it
2: what is that what is that because i remember it fell on i believe it was was it G- uh like cr- oh, Taylor. It fell on Taylor and MVGX. I was mixing up the names. It's Taylor and MVGX. I remember that. And like Chris Hammonds is like trying to flick it away.
3: Yeah, I have no idea. Some what it's insect some is.
2: insect oil. Yeah. It's like it looked like a beetle almost, like a big beetle. Yeah, uh, just like larger. A, a native a native beetle of Fiji. I'm just gonna call it, but um mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens. Um I like the talk them basically just saying, Oh yeah, we all know the idols there, and Jeff has to pretend to act is pretending to act shot. Like what? You all figured it out? I thought this was foolproof (laughs) about, like, Jan and Asir having the idol. I just thought that was a little funny as well.
3: The one thing that I am curious about is because you were asking, do they want an advantage get-in? Do you think it's surprising that they didn't place a merge idol? Now, I don't think it was needed with having three go there, but generally you see that there's one from each pre-merge camp, and then there's one that's planted at the merge. Do you think it's surprising that that hasn't come up yet?
2: Maybe it had to do with the math of everything because you have three idols in the game. You have, at that point, everybody had their shot in the dark. So that's two more. You could theoretically have had three people save, at least at the first tribal, where you had them split up. You could have had three three idols play, three people safe, and then the shot in the dark saves two more people. And I think they're worried about there being no way for every... Um, there, there has to be a way where somebody is not immune. So, but that's my only thinking because I maybe they're also like three's enough. I don't know.
3: Well, that also makes me curious. That had Xander found that advantage in the last episode, what would it have been? I mean, history tells us that it's a you know an extra vote or another steal a vote or something like that. I mean- but you also could see them doing something a little bit off the wall because they have all season.
2: You know what? They might have just said, hey, it's another legacy advantage. Xander, you're safe at the final six if you make it that far.
3: Yeah, I, it, that was it, one of the things I was wondering what it possibly could have been.
2: I'm almost thinking it was a legacy advantage because they did it the same. It was just almost the exact same challenge. It was the same exact way it was hidden. It said it didn't say even be weird, It just said advantage on it.
3: But I'm that thinking- one was uh, the steel of that Sarah got because she got off. She went over because she used that. The one that. Yeah. She used yeah. To actually. Bail out. The legacy advantage was that's uh, fair
2: enough. Okay. Yeah. Um Wow. There are too many advantages from Sarah past. I'm messing them <laughs> up. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just a guess of mine. I, it could have been another steal extra voter steal vote, but for some reason I'm thinking it was something that would have involved giving Xander safety or giving somebody who sat out of the challenge, actual safety, but I don't know. And we may I think we'll find out because I don't think they can resist an advantage not going into the game that they've planted. Um, what do you what do you think about that? because I, I think it has to come back at some point.
3: You would think so, but the fact that we haven't seen it yet it's, I mean, I mean still adding in more advantages when you're getting down to eight people with still all the ones that are still there.
2: I, I wouldn't do put think
3: a, that there's a chance we see it, but I don't think it's a definite that we see it. Because I could see it being something like that, that if you found it, like, oh, you sat out, but, you know, you have like safety for just tonight's tribal or something yeah. along those lines.
2: Maybe, but I also think there's a reason that Jeff, they showed a, showed Jeff picking it up, saying nobody found it and was like, all right, he almost said we'll have to try again or something. Yeah. I, I almost feel like that. Like, I feel like they wouldn't have shown him putting it in the spot. They should have shown him like chucking into the water saying, all right, that's done. But, I
3: mean, yeah, I absolutely wouldn't be surprised if we 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 saw it back sometime before. Oh, no advantage,
2: Geddon. Advantage, Gaddon might be coming, especially now that we're only down to two idols. But we'll see. We 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 shall see. Um, and I also for all the crap I gave Heather for the last episode, and with, um, as a game player, justifiably so. Good job this episode, Heather. And I also give Eric credit. Knocked it out of the park playing this year. I thought that was just brilliant. The well, acting I, was phenomenal.
3: No, It was very good. Well, I still think that there were some flaws in her acting. I, I don't think that Heather had the greatest acting, but she obviously did enough to not tip off Nasir.
2: I mean, I don't think Nasir had a clue, and I have to give her, her the credit on that. E- Erica, you see, is like pretending to nearly be in tears. Heather is actually crying at a point and talking about like how it's been a great journey and all that and how she's fighting. So I... What flaws did you see in it? Because I didn't see many, or at least nothing major. Uh,
3: Like I said, I think that there were some issues with their acting. One, I felt going into it, I thought, okay, like I felt pretty confident that it was going to be Nasir, who they were ultimately going to turn it on, because once Ricard got his wheel spinning, I thought that's where it was going to go. But then what made me uh, kind of second guess was, Heather had that one line at tribal council where she's like, I'm just so proud. Like, you know, my, my kids and my family, they're going to be able to watch this later. And I was just thinking, Oh no, like they're not going to see her at all. Like that's, that's an awful line to leave in there.
2: They're not going to see her. at all. I mean, they don't, they didn't see Heather in the game the first month. I mean, Heather was literally making where's, where's Heather um, parodies on Twitter. Oh, my God. Good, good on her. her yeah, act, I mean, yeah. it was
3: that. I think it was after the merge episode. I was talking with it was my girlfriend, and she watches all the episodes, but not you know nearly super fans like the rest of us. <laughs> and I was trying to throw out a scenario and mention that like, oh you know someone could do this and bring in Heather. And her response was, "Who's Heather?" And I was like, "Yep, that's
2: that's accurate." I I mean. Listen, I, I like to think I follow this pretty closely. I'm like watching every episode twice. There are moments, where, there were moments where I was counting people. And I'm like, wait, I know we're missing one. Who are we missing? And when I'm missing people, that's not good. Um, but I mean, now I'm not forgetting who Heather is, and I like seeing Heather. Heather seems like a really self aware player. At least, even if she's not the best at executing, I like how aware she is of the fact, like when she's screwing up, like wh- when they're back at camp and. Nasir confronts her about, hey, you voted for me. And then she's like, Evie, 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 did, did I tell you to vote Nasir? I didn't tell you that right. Evie's like, nope, you told me exactly what to do. You told me exactly to vote Nasir. Like, go to the flash And Heather's just like, oh, no. Well, uh, there's I, a I, lot
3: of knocks on Heather, and we we obviously don't know how well she knows the game, how big of a fan oh, she, she was no, getting no, no, into no. it.
2: No, we, we We do. She said she's been applying for twenty years. Heather is a super oh, is fan true. of this game. She's a well, big, big fan.
3: Well, and that was the other thing that I didn't realize is you know one of the random, you know, million survivor groups out there that they didn't realize until like the season started airing. They're like, "Oh, Heather's here," and she's actually been a you know member of this page for the past three plus years. Oh my
2: god! I, I love it. I think so much of this is Heather being so excited for not really getting to play much the first twelve or so days winning immunity. I think if Luvu had lost a challenge, I think Heather is playing a very different game right now.
3: yeah. And you see, it wasn't only that she wasn't playing, you know, because Luvu didn't have to go to Tribal council, but when there weren't reward apps, like as soon as Luvu went up and they got to sit someone out, Heather was always almost the first person they were sitting out. So there were a lot of times where she legitimately didn't have to do anything for those first few days. Yeah, exactly. She was sitting out of so many challenges.
2: Exactly. And I mean, I, I think it is like Heather just it's that excitement. And I think also for her, she, like she said in this episode, realizing that she comes into the game with disadvantages from her age, like from being like the older woman of the group, from being, a, being that on a tribe of six, nonetheless, she realizes all these like uphill battles she has to climb. And she also realizes from watching the show for 20 years, Hey, I need to make a big move. If I want to win, I don't, want to be that player who like didn't make enough big moves and became the mother who sat there in third place and didn't get a vote. And I think she was realizing, Oh crap, half the game is already done. I didn't get to do anything. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, I can't use that as an excuse. I need to just do a lot now. And instead of waiting for the game to come to her, I think she went a little too early to go get it. Um, and I think that's where we're seeing Heather being in a little bit of a pickle right now. But I respect so much the fight she has. And I this episode, I think, was probably her best episode of the season. Um, where it seemed so easy to get rid of her. And yeah, she wasn't going crazy, like planting seeds in everybody's head. But she did enough to get the target off of her back and convince somebody who had an idol to not play it and then vote them out.
3: Are we saying that she... I mean... I think she went along with it and I will say it was probably her best episode, but I don't think she's the one that planted the seeds. No, no, no. no I, I down.
2: No, the- no, I just said she didn't plant the seeds, but I do give her credit for being a big part of it to convince Nasir that he shouldn't play the idol.
3: Well, I do think one of the things that she has going for is we finally see probably who her number one is, which appears to be Erica. And I think that that's something that when you get down to the little, you know, dwindling numbers that having a pair of two, whether they're perceived that way or I guess not, that can ultimately have more influence on the game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's like I I said earlier, the value of having somebody in the game that you trust and having more people in the game that you trust that are on your side is so valuable. Like having that number one is valuable and it's why I think Ricard and Shan are doing so well in the game, especially Shan who pretty much has two people who are that number one for her. Uh, or at least feel that way, and not vice versa, because they all only value Shannon as their number one. Heather having Erica and vice versa, I think, is really good for both of them. My concern is they don't have really anybody else.
5: Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty.
3: Yeah. From, uh, we know anyway.
2: Yeah. It's just, I, I just wish. But listen, Heather, I thought Heather had a really good episode. I think Ricard had the best um, episode of really anybody. But Nasir, just why didn't you play your idol Nasir? Why? Oh, it would have been so nice to just see him play. Jeff, I've got something. And then be like, wait, you, wait. Shan, Ricard, what were you trying to do? That would have, to me, been the most interesting scenario.
3: Oh, I, I agree. But uh, unfortunately, we uh, we have to say goodbye to Nasir for right now.
2: And also, Nasir, the ultimate man of class, I think. He just, when he gets what he's like, you know what, good job, guys. And then he talks in his final words about it. He had an amazing time. And he did, like, loved every moment of it. And, and I just want to say, obviously, nobody from production is listening to this, but please, if somebody knows anybody in production, tell them. We want more Nasir's on the screen. This is the people we want playing the game, people who want to be there and love Survivor for what it is so, so much. Like Literally, that is Nasir, and that's why I love him so much.
3: And I think it's great that he was so, you know, he was gracious. He didn't take it personally. He was just, yeah, you know, he got me. And just think about how hard it is that, you know, normally if you're voted out, you go, you do your, you know, your final words, then you get taken to Ponderosa, but the fact that he didn't really have that time to take a second to be like, "What the hell just happened?" He's immediately just put on the jury, and while I do think it was it shows great of him or whatever, it just makes me think that it'd be hilarious if this had happened to like Sydney and just oh her disdain God. and body language had it was just no, you don't get a second to yourself. Like, go sit over there and wait for the next travel.
2: I mean, it was who It was Jenna and Aaron who got that before just imagining somebody with, I, I can't believe necessarily with an idol just goes there. I was like, okay. Like, I, I just can't imagine what's going through his head. I mean, I, I would hope that I'd be able to say to the players, like, you know what? You got me good job. But in the moment, it's like, I just went home with an idol and I'd be sitting on the jury, not even being able to listen to a word of what anybody else said. I would just be like, yep. I went home with an idol. Yep. I'm not, I'm that guy. I never, I said, it was never going to be that way. That would be, so be me. And it's like, I, I can't believe it, but it, it almost makes sense that, that it, this year went home with an idol. I don't, I don't know. Well, right. In
3: some respect, maybe the fact that he went to the jury, he was more opening, you know, to listening and not just stewing in it, but yeah, who knows? I know Tyson had said before, and obviously it was all pre jury stage, but in heroes versus villains, you know, he famously voted himself out. Oh and yeah. And he had said that, they didn't let him go to Ponderosa. They needed to wait for the next tribal. And so he's just like, I was extra pissed off because all I wanted to do was go eat, but they wouldn't take him there until James was eventually voted out.
2: Yeah. And he didn't even get to watch the tribal, which is amazing to think about. It's like, nope, you just have to sit here and wait and stew. Not, I can't say that without making a pun now. Stew in your uh, sadness, but also just curious. What, like, what is it with the rewards this season? I'm sorry. They're just so out of left field.
3: <laughs> I always think
2: this cheese- one makes sense. Grilled cheese to stew. And I, I get it makes sense from like you're getting protein and all that good. But I was just like, I feel like you want things out there that are like everybody back home was like, yes, I would deliberately go and get that. And I almost maybe it's just me. I'm not like, stew is good. I'm not going out of my way ever to get a chicken and beef stew or any kind of stew for that matter
3: i think stew at least makes more sense and because you're at least getting more protein from it and it's at least something that we'd seen before i can't ever remember where uh grilled cheese was the reward but generally when it's stew i think it's you know in the pre-merge stage where you have someone that's eating it while one tribe's eating it while the other is watching the other tribal yeah i also wanted that where
2: was that (laughs)
3: I don't think you can do that in the post merge though. Oh, I think you can. you don't want, yeah. I mean, I guess you can, but I think if you start having that but, where people are looking over at the, you know, that other tribe that's waiting, that I looks guess. and things like that can be a little bit of yeah, I, I a tell or change how the outcome might be. Yeah,
2: maybe, but you can also say, hey, it's your advantage for wedding, but also just in the challenge, Jeff's saying the words chicken and beef stew over and over and over and over again i'm just like jeff stop we all know what the reward is stop saying those words
3: i mean to be fair they could have just waited till a little bit after and had xander do that plug and just no, yeah, you know input that soundbite because it seemed like he was more than willing
2: to oh uh, okay but um, all right do we want to speaking as andrew you want to talk about the second tribal yeah because this to me i almost think is survivor being boxed into a corner of all right we said that like the winner the winner of the challenge went to travel second because i think if survivor had their way they would have pulled the sander and poverty and just flipped the order of these two because i thought the first vote was a lot more interesting than this one i don't know about you
3: yeah i mean this one was pretty straightforward there was unless xander played one of its advantages i really didn't see a scenario where Evie was wasn't going to be voted out specifically with one of the last things that we see is Danny going to Xander and pretty much being like hey I want to work with you but it's got to be Evie tonight I just didn't see I don't think Deshaun can make that move and blindside Danny and if Danny's not on board I just it always seemed pretty straightforward to me
2: let me present you a theory I heard online. I don't know how much I buy into the theory, but I think it, the theory was that Deshaun was legitimately really considering turning on Liana, but then once he saw Nasir get voted I was like, no, I can't do it.
3: I've heard that too, but I don't think that really makes it that much of a difference because we've already seen Danny and Deshaun willing to turn on Nasir before. And I- to them, I would almost... His, I get that they know that they know that, you know, they've had a relationship with Nasir, but if you can tell what Nasir said that, oh, Ricard and Shan were more of his, you know, top alliance, if they're able to see that, I don't see how that really has much to do with it.
2: I'm not sure if they do see that though, because I think Nasir, um, they also have the like deeper relationship with Nasir, Nasir going back to Luvu. And I can say, I'm not sure if it was here, but I do think if I was at least thinking in my own shoes, if I was in a position where one of I see where I think I know what the plan is for a group of people going to travel, then I crap, I see one of my good allies going home. I'm a little less like I'm maybe a little less likely, also maybe a little more likely to make a bigger move, especially when it's like taking out somebody who might be a little loyal to me. Because hey, I'm My backup is down a little bit. Whereas, like, I thought I would have had Nasir to back me up. Now I don't. Uh.
3: I see. I guess for me, like I said, I don't think Deshaun can do that move without Danny, specifically in the spot that he's in right now, where he's already kind of at odds with Shan. You can see that, you know, that kind of war is coming. That I, if he's already unsure if that's the way that he wants to go, what he can't do right now is alienate Danny because he's going to need Danny.
2: Yeah, I I agree with you there. I mean, from the entertainment perspective, I obviously wish they pull, maybe Evie and Xander pull the fast one and got Liana out. I think that would have been interesting. But what one thing I want to posit to you is. Do you think Xander could have used the extra vote here? Because I think this would have been the try where the extra vote would have been a lot more valuable than the first one.
3: I think obviously it would have been a lot more valuable, especially as we're understanding now that the extra vote is also good on the rebound. Yes,
2: it is. That's another and interesting
3: thing. I think it's something that if I understand, because I heard you know a lot of the people say before that oh Xander should hold on to all that because either you have Deshaun or you don't. And so you want to save everything you have moving forward. My counter to that is just the fact that he can see, all right, Nasir was taken out. Nasir was someone that really wasn't working with. And you could kind of see Xander starting to build that relationship with Erica in the beginning of the episode where they had that one-on-one talk. So if he thinks that he can work with Erica, that automatically brings in Heather and then him and Evie can join up with that and be 4-4, four, four, where I don't think he's in such a bad spot. So, I, whether it was the vote, whether I, the vote's probably the one that you use, you want to hold on to that idol, but I do think he probably should have done something there.
2: I'm with you in keeping the, wanting to keep the idol, but I also, it, this goes back to my point again. Of, especially when you're not in a good position, you need allies. You flat out need them. Sure, you can have every advantage in the world. If you don't have any allies, you're not going very far. You can maybe get from, say, final six to the end without any allies, maybe final seven if you're at least a physical beast. Like You're not getting from final 10, or I guess in this case, technically, final nine down to the end with no allies. Um, Well, I think
3: one of the things that I'd also want to point out is... There's obviously throughout the season, people have so many good things to say about Danny. You know, he seems like a great person. You know, people enjoy watching him. But I think one of the things that he gets knocked for a little bit is his social and strategic game, which I think a lot of those are fair. I don't know what he's done, but I feel like Danny is absolutely snowed Xander. Because Xander seeps going back to Danny thinking there's a little bit of hope. And I don't think there's any chance that Danny ever works with him specifically now.
2: I well, I think Danny's played a really good social game for a large part of the game, getting peop, getting everybody to at least talk to him and trust him and confide him. My issue with Danny was, I wish he at least said, you know what, I'm willing to take out Liana, or at least pretended a little bit more, because once he told Xander that that, if Xander was, I don't want to say a bit more erratic, but if he valued keeping evie more and maybe not as I, I don't as forward thinking in that way i think that would have been my red flag of, oh my god i need to play the idol however if he plays the idol for evie say the votes say the votes are the same he plays the idol for every liana is gone okay that is one person that really wants him out gone but does he does he have a shot with Danny and Deshaun? i almost doubt it He almost has no shot with Danny and Deshaun at that point. He also has almost no shot with Sham. Those are three people you have alienated nearly completely.
3: Agreed. But what's different if he plays the extra vote and it's essentially going to force, I mean, Danny could potentially stay loyal, but there's no way Deshaun keeps his vote because Deshaun's. I think a good enough player realizes that, Hey, it's a 50, 50 shot. It's me or Danny. Like I'm flipping my vote on the revote because I'm not risking going to rocks where either of those two go out. But I don't think by essentially playing your extra vote and strong arming them is necessarily going to get Danny to want to work with Xander either. Uh,
2: I I don't know. It's so let's say Xander plays the extra vote there. Then it's three on Liana three on Evie at, at that point, we then revote. So it's Xander revotes twice, he puts two, and then theoretically it's Deshaun and Danny putting two on Evie. I mean, if well, you're I don't saying
3: think it gets to that, because I don't think Deshaun's saying, Hey, I I'm not willing yeah. to risk himself or Danny.
2: Well, I'm saying you're you're saying that at that point of okay, then Xander gets his way and Liana's gone
3: agreed but i I guess what i'm asking is what's the difference between the extra vote and the idol where it doesn't alienate danny where that makes him want to work with him in the future
2: let let me put two things in there one one the pure fact of the advantage you keep an idol you keep your idol first of all second thing with going to a revote, you need deshaun to vote with you at that point. You need, at least, or at least you say you need one of them to vote with you if it's going to happen that way. So if it happens that way, or one of them have to vote with you, maybe they're more mad at each other. And the one that votes with you, you can maybe pull them in because let's let's say at this point, let's say Deshaun flips. Deshaun vo- votes out Liana. Xander and Nevi can be like, you know what? You voted with us thank you, let's work together, because Danny might as well just be pissed him and say, you know what, you, vote, you voted against Liana, you voted my girl out, like, I'm done with you. He, that's an option. I don't know if he does that, but their relationship is at least strained a little bit, and for a player like Xander, who's playing from the bottom, and I would say the same for Evie. I want, and he even said it, I want people fighting. I want people who aren't getting along, and Deshaun and Danny right now are a big twosome that everybody can see get along really well, and if there's anything I can do, to not even just split them up, but to get them thinking things against the other one and willing to go the other way, I want to capitalize on. And, and especially if it's Deshaun, I can say, "Hey, let's get Shan out," and I think maybe you can get him along with it.
3: I don't think that that puts any type of wedge between Deshaun or Danny because whether <laughs> it's on the revote or after, I think he can simply say, "Like, hey, it was if we, myself, or if the two of them don't do this." It's you or I who's going and we've been close this entire game. We've talked about, we've never heard them say, you know, final three, but I think the closest we heard was final four. Like we've talked about going final four together and yes, we didn't want to get rid of Liana, but this was for the betterment of both of us because I want both of us to get to that end stage where I think that's a rational enough argument where it's not, you turned on Danny. It's I wanted to make sure that I'm still here and that you are as well, because if, we don't do this. One of us is gone.
2: Yes, you can say that's an option, but at least there's a chance that there is a little bit of a rift created between Danny and John. And when they get back to camp, I think the, the storyline of, Oh, Xander just played as idol and saved Debbie. And like, okay, Xander's still on the bottom and Evie's right. Right along with him. And those two are right. Public enemy number one and two respectively. If we say, all right, Xander played his extra vote and Deshaun flipped. Deshaun flipped on Liana. That also creates an even deeper rift between Shan and Deshaun. Even if, logically speaking, Shan, they both might be able to rationalize it if I get you had to. Judy was
7: boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
5: It's my little escape.
7: Now Judy's the life of the party.
5: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
7: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: At this point, they are 17 days into a game where they are not at full mental capacity. They're not thinking fully logically all the time. I think that could really get a rift between Shannon and Sean going even quicker. And that's all that Xander needs. Xander needs people going after one another. And that's not him quickly.
3: Yeah. And I get that there was a lot of people kind of bashing Xander, or not bashing, but just not thinking that he was in a good spot at the beginning of the game. Cause he wasn't. And then he, you know, he had that breakout merge episode and everyone's being like, Oh, Xander, he's a lot smarter than what we all thought, which is absolutely correct. We've seen that on display. I think Xander's biggest issue Is He's not creating those bonds or at least doesn't have a good enough read on it that he thinks he does. And I think that's the error in his game is, I mean, he didn't realize that Evie was ever going to turn on him. He still keeps getting confused by Danny. And I think he just kind of turned to it's more of an individual game way too early in the merge.
2: I I mean, I think he is playing uh, at the bottom where he is just. Flat, i need alice i think he was smart to realize the minute danny said oh i really want evy gone he's at a point of all right you're not with me so maybe maybe you're not getting him out right away but i for xander being in a bad position i just think this biggest blunder of the episode was not was doing not doing more than hoping That Deshaun voted with him. Is that was Deshaun or Danny voted with him? That was his it seemed like his only play was really hoping and thinking. Because he thought at a point, you know what? One of them, or both of them, we're gonna vote for him, we're gonna take out Liana, because it makes sense. Which after maybe if Danny didn't say that to him and said, You know what, I'm with you, let's get rid of Liana. Maybe I can understand that. But if Danny is straight up almost telling you, hey, I want Evie gone, sure, I'll do whatever you want me to do but I want Evie gone. Eh, I, that's one of, I think, Xander's biggest missteps in the game so far. It's something that he so, could have clearly seen and thought of because he's smart enough to think about that and just didn't. I, I, I don't know.
3: So I have a question for you. Go for what it. What if it's flat out Xander comes in the entire day, he's telling everyone at travel, he's playing out, feeling like, Evie's not going. She is, I'm playing the idol for her no matter what do you think that possibly works or the fact that he already kind of threatened to do that on the first one that maybe people don't buy it because like you didn't do it the first time but do you think them being only five people do you think that potentially gets someone to flip if he's the entire day he's this is what i'm doing i'm not losing not losing evie q3 figure it out amongst yourself
2: i think he kind of was trying to do that, but he almost did like the half Murphy. He didn't go all the way through. I think he was pretty much saying, you know, every safe, I'm saving every, every safe. I think if he had really gone harder with that, almost like um you remember like Holl- Mike Holloway at Travel saying, Shereen's not going home. You all figure it out. I-, I think if he did that, and he maybe even said, you know what, like I'm voting. I think if he went, did that, and said, "You know what? I'm voting for one of you. I'm voting for Liana. The two of you figure it out now, okay?" Or well, like, and or I you-
3: think he even could have he could have taken that to Danny and said, "I get that you want Evie gone, but she's not going tonight. I am protecting her, and I agree. I do want to work with you. You know, I'm willing to get rid of her maybe in the future, but right now, I see the way the numbers are. I'm protecting her. You do me a favor tonight." Or, you know, you jump on board so I know that I can trust you, that you're mm-hmm. going to put your vote the way you say it's going to go, and then we can figure out a new plan that works for both of us tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I think part of it was, like you said earlier, about he had tried it once, and almost the exact same way too. He tried it once, they played him, they're all like, he, he's not doing this again. He, he, he's not, we, we fell for it once we're not falling for it again. I think if he almost did everything, be like pretty much frankly you know i think his best move might have almost been trying to almost break up danny and deshawn saying you know what liana and i don't really like each other or and i wouldn't say like each other but from a strategic point of view we're not going we're going after each other we know that's happening but you know what i'm saving evie evie is voting i say she's voting for liana i don't know say she's going liana send one of them home or something all right or else you're going home
3: or, I, I mean, I'm sure at this point, you know, we're only hearing the quotes and not like that. Just go to them and be like, hey, this girl has said she hates my face. Like, you know, if someone came up to me and said, I hate Danny's face, you know, and I hate you, I get on your back too. Like, just do me this favor. Yeah, but I almost think he needs... <laughs> Like I don't think that's the play to go. I think the way is I've heard the argument that it's just oh, it's like Charlie Brown with the football that Xander, you know, didn't play it for the first time. But I also because we've talked that he's a lot smarter than he thinks. I also do think that he realized as soon as Sydney played the shot in the dark and didn't get it. I think if Sydney got the shot in the dark, and it, for whatever reason would have been saved, I actually think he would have played it for it. Evie in that situation because it would have guaranteed someone else went home but I think as soon as he realized that hey Sydney didn't cast a vote I don't need to play my idol I don't look at it necessarily that way but Mm. I it's also quite possible
2: yeah I think the the two routes Xander could have gone than it were A playing the almost the I don't want to say more conservative route the more sneaky route of playing the extra vote and saying you know what trying to get somebody to get one of them to flip because more than likely you do get one of them to flip because he's in no position to flip. He has immunity. And then at that point, and then he goes back to camp with the other with Danny and Deshaun, either if they vote one of those two mad at each other or they're out of the game, frankly. And so he gets one of the three people he wants out of the game, no matter what, or does the other move of saying, I'm going to save Abby. And like, either say Evie's voting for somebody, I'm voting for one of the other person, one of the other people, and you all have to figure it out. Something to that effect. Maybe then you get a one-one-one tie. I don't know. Something to the effect of causing chaos and getting the three, those three that are tight, to at least scramble against each other. Each other. I think he needed that. And sure. then play the idol and actually play the idol and go through with it. And then say, then go back to camp. You don't have an idol. Say, you know what, guys, I don't have an idol everything that i said was going to happen did happen i said flat out, i'm saving evie evie's voting this way and you all have to figure it out and that's exactly what happened i needed to split up danny and Deshaun. just say that
3: or he could have just strong-armed them in a way without using the idol because i i guess i do guess that you're thinking you didn't play the idol last time you're not going to do it if you're under that assumption that you're like hey he's not going to do it which i understand i think using that extra vote I think you can do that instead, because that's more realistic that Xander would play an extra vote, but hold on to the idol because the idol gets him another round where he says, hey, me, my extra vote and Evie, we are all going on one of you three. And so it's either you stick with us or if not, we're going to go to rocks. You're presumably going to put your three on Evie. She's going to be safe. And then it's going to be whichever two of you didn't flip.
2: Exactly. I'm I'm with you there. One of those two moves I think would have been great. And they also, to me, would have been a lot more entertaining than what we got. So I'm just like, "Uh, Mm -hmm. Xander, come up. Because now I think Xander's in a position where he's almost done. Like, Yeah, sure, he has an idol. He has an extra vote. But he doesn't have allies. He has almost nowhere to go. So I I almost think he's done. And
3: as we've talked this out, I do think actually probably the extra vote route would have been the better route because you can say hey i'm not using my idol because i want to be safe but i promise you going with the plan that you have now evie isn't going home this is just an extra vote would i like to keep it yes but that isn't ultimately what can save me in the future the idol can so yeah that's in my pocket but if someone doesn't i guess you know kind of cave to us Wanna be still going home because it's not gonna be heavy.
2: Yeah, to me this ultimate was a case of Xander trying to be too cute. And when you're on the bottom, you can't be cute. You need to just get down to business and get something get someone out you need to get out and keep the people in the game you need to keep in the game in the game. And ultimately, if Xander gets voted out one of the next two votes, which I think he is, he's gonna look at this moment and be like, you know what? I should have played something and I should have used my position of having immunity more strongly than he actually did because he didn't really use it he just used it as i'm safe okay i'm safe and people are talking that's good it should have been i'm safe and you know what i'm controlling this vote now
3: yeah and i think this goes back to is i think that xander is a really good player he's obviously you know a physical person he's i i think for only being what like 20 or in his early 20s I think he's a lot smarter than, like we said, smarter than we thought. And I think his biggest downfall is his reads on people are just off; they're wrong.
2: Yeah, and I'm not
3: saying when it comes to the, I guess, the personal relationships anyway, because we've already mentioned, you know, Danny. This episode, we've mentioned that in the past. Evie, from all accounts, she was really playing him to make sure that xander didn't play the idol you know if it happened in the pre-merge Yep. he was all we saw that he was off on tiffany when he kind of tried to come clean and say mm-hmm. oh well, you know she works with these children so i'm sure it'll be fine and i think his just reads on his personal relationships just are off and i think that's what's hurting him the most because i think the reason he doesn't play it is once again his reads off on Deshaun.
8: Mm -hmm.
2: I think his reads are dead off and I agree with you there. And the reason I'm saying, I think he's a, he's a very, very good and capable strategist in terms of getting certain moves done, but I don't think he's a good player in putting himself in long-term positions of safety, which I think is something you need in the game. He is good at, all right, I'm on the bottom. How can I survive the next or how can I make a big flashy move? Like this is what I, he's good at saying, all right, I'm here. I need to take a little bit of an interesting route to get to here. He can do that, but I don't think he's looking at, all right, now I've gotten to here. How do I get to point C and, and so on? And how do I get myself into a position where I'm able to win the game? Because I think he's at a position now where it's just, all right, I just got a beast out from here. I, got a, I have one tribal where I'm safe. I have to then I think win immunity. I believe it's three more times. This is eight. He, say he plays an idol, seven, six, then play it six, seven, six, and five. And then he makes fire for that's his hope, I think. And it's not good. He's not getting very far, in my opinion. Um well, but
3: I guess another question I have for you is so I, I know we don't always, you know, like to go into exit interviews, and you can always take exit interviews with a grain of salt because it's so far after the game's over. Sure. But for the most part, he no one's talking bad about him, but he's not getting, I guess, great feedback from the people that have been out specifically on the jury so far and do you think that maybe he's getting a slightly better edit because jeff and cbs love the fact that he's the one that he's risking everything he's going for these beware advantage and he's kind of embodying what the show wants to have happen that maybe he's getting a slightly more positive edit than what he really was perceived out there
2: i almost think they got the edit Pretty much like on the nose of it, I think they like him a lot, and I think a lot of the players in the game liked him. But do did they, in my opinion, respect him as a player and as like a full fledged player in the game? Not really, and I think that's where my concern with him is: is oh, he's a nice guy, and we like him, and he's cool, and he's like trying to be all strategic, and that's fun and everything. But I don't think oh, they took him seriously enough as a not, not, as a threat because he was definitely a threat in terms of making moves and being armed, right, but as a threat to win. I almost think he was the threat to cause chaos more than the, the threat to win.
3: Yeah, I think that's quite possible. And I think if you're not making, I don't know, like I I, 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 you'd have to think at this point his logic of going to the end is pretty much it's doing what you discussed and yep. it's pulling the Mike Holloway. And I don't know if Mike Holloway wins in a season now that he did then for the simple fact that my biggest I guess criticism of Mike Holloway when he played it and I you know I do like him I'm sure you know you don't hear a ton of people say horrible things about it at least maybe I missed it but to me what it ultimately comes down to is and why I have Mike as more on the lower side of winners is he always had all this power and what he could never do was get people to make the move that he wanted and it was clear that Had he never
1: here at Paddy Power? When we say there's a power price enhancement, we mean there's enhanced odds on a bet on UK and Irish racing each afternoon in shop every twenty minutes. Feel the power inside your local Paddy Power. Max stake fifty euro or twenty five each way in shop only. Excludes betting machines. Applies to singles and each way singles only. One bet per customer. Offer period runs between one and four pm, but may vary. T's and C's apply. Play safe. Eighteen plus. Gamblingcare.ie. I'll start for more details.
7: Hello Ireland, Trinzio on Shaw. At Trinzio, we help people make things lighter, greener and more efficient. Better for the environment and for you. We just moved here and we're looking for finance professionals to join the team and help us make things even better. At Trinzio, you'll shape what we become. Join us today. Grow your career at trinzio.ie Trinzio.ie
3: not had safety he was going home yep. and i just think if you can never i guess make your move happen that that's it's a strike against you Absolutely. in terms of winning anyway
2: yeah to me the reason i almost said he wasn't i didn't think a great player is i i think it was steve moses a big brother who actually said this a former winner he said if you have to win a competition to stay in the game, you're doing something wrong. And I think that's where Xander is at this point. If you can't stay in the game without an idol or advantage, you're doing something wrong. And I think that's where Xander is at very soon. Um, so unless he pulls a Holloway or Dreeberg and win- winning immunities or finding more idols, he's in big trouble. Um, but I do think Xander is a player that with a couple more years' experience looking back on this, could come back and really wreak some havoc. I, I think he is, and I think he's shown. He's got pieces of being a very capable player. I just think he hasn't put it together yet.
0: With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear
6: runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky?
2: Fully,
3: I think with having all those pieces, he's definitely seems to be getting more of a rooting interest. For the fact, you know, the past few episodes that I feel like you do hear about not everyone, like he's the strong favorite, but between you know, people liking him, he's obviously a younger, fit, athletic guy, and the fact that he's taking all those risks when it comes to idols, I think that's a recipe that. I'd imagine he'd be invited back in a future season.
2: I think so. And I think the fact that he's an underdog at the end of the day, it's so simple. He's the young, happy-go-lucky underdog that is trying to make big moves and is really excited to be here and all that. And I, and I get it. And I think I would love to, if I was out there, I'd love to try to be the player. Alexander, obviously I'm nowhere near as strong as physically fit, but I do think I would be the player just trying to make moves and, and that's what I, where I would want to be. I don't know, think I, I would want to be in a better position maybe, but I could see myself being that type in a way. Um, but actually, I, for tribal council, I didn't think it was that interesting. I'm actually really interested in how we've been talking about it. But can we talk about Evie for a minute? Can we talk about the person who actually went home here? Absolutely. Love Evie. Yes, I, I love Evie. And to me, I almost wished we saw Evie try to do a little bit more. It was almost – the way they were playing too, was relying on Deshaun and hoping that Deshaun was with them. And eh, I don't know. I and me and I'm hoping it happened and we didn't see it. But to me, eh, Evie, I know Evie was in a tough position and I know she was trying really, really hard, uh, like to stay. I just wish I saw them be a bit more, maybe creative and going to all three of them separately and being like, you know what? You're with me. Maybe I'm not with Xander or something. To what I'd be interested to player. see
3: is what a conversation between, uh, just a one-on-one conversation between her and Danny looks like. Yes, is that I'm curious to know, and I guess it would also tell us a lot about Danny. Is because Danny made it clear Evie's the one that needs to go, and I think that would tell us a lot about his gameplay if he kind of placated uh Evie in a conversation. Or if he was just flat out more old school and then was like, Hey, I get what you're saying, but you're the one I have to vote out tonight. And that's what I'd be interested in seeing.
2: I would have been interested to see that as well. Um, but and, and don't I, I I love Evie as a character. They were so entertaining to watch. Um, I do I, I almost like I wanted a little bit more of that fight at the end, like you said. And I think if they did have the conversation, I think it was Danny just being like, you know what? I think he was him playing a little bit of more of the old school game of no, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And that I think is why they probably didn't show it in the edit. Cause that would have just been like, all right, cut and dry. Ebby's done. Or, um, what,
3: or even just what the conversation. Yeah. with Liana would have been like, if they would have kind of said, Hey, like, is there a way that we can get back together? But uh,
2: yeah, I almost would. Yeah, I'm uh, also interested to see what would have happened if Xander didn't win immunity. Where Evie tries to go from there, if they're trying to deviate from Xander, or is it just, no, I'm with Xander and hoping that he plays the idol for me, or hoping that Deshaun votes with me?
3: I think it makes it a lot more interesting if Xander doesn't win because you'd have to think at that point the idol's definitely being played and how that would all shake out. Because I think that completely changes all conversations we heard because it's simply going to go back and forth between I think specifically Deshaun is the one that I'd be curious to see what he Mm -hmm. does because he seems to be like one of the better players that's in that group. Mm -hmm. And if he goes, hey, I just we got to take Xander out or at least put our votes on them or maybe they decide that it's Evie. But I think he's self-aware enough and he doesn't want to go out by an idol being played. Mm -hmm. That I think that changes Deshaun's thought process. It's very
2: interesting. And also at that point, Deshaun likely is me. So that's interesting. Um. Oh, one yeah, thing, that's true. Just yes. One. one thing that's interesting, though, um, is Evie. Right before the vote, makes a, an analogy to like a roller coaster. It's like this travels like as if as if you're at the top of a roller coaster, and you have that feeling like you're going to die. And then the sad reality is that someone is actually die. You know, she stole that right from Ryan Earl, of Ulrich in season 35. I caught that. I was like, wait a minute, who said that? I've heard that before. And uh, my, as I watched it, I'm like, that was Ryan. And I just found that so funny that she's the, the super fan stole the analogy did give him credit i don't know why i found that funny but i did
3: well you know i i personally liked ryan but i think evie's probably the more memorable character so if you're oh, looking I, back on it she's the one that's gonna get credit for it so
2: yeah know. maybe in for most her. people's eyes i'm probably gonna remember ryan for it just saying but i always wish evie gave him a little bit of credit they're like can the guy catch a break but uh you know what that was a good line um and then uh we get the vote uh three it's three, two pretty cut and dry. Um, but then we get Evie's final words, which I, I just she first talked about like how they got her, how she was already on borrowed time. She had a blast. And then a line that I, I, I wrote, if you don't mind, I'd like to read it. Of course. Um, she says, quote, any queer kids out there, be yourself. You're amazing. Love yourself. And, and it, it it really, to me, culminated the story of Evie so well. And it just, it it just warmed my heart, warmed my heart because you saw that the whole time, the way Evie was out there being themselves the entire time. Mm -hmm. And and it's just, and I hope, and I'm almost, I'm willing to bet there was some kid out there that felt a little bit more comfortable about themselves from that. And and it just made like, it it was just so nice to see. Um, And it wasn't also, it wasn't like, Evie just was there being, being herself and played the game like a badass and and was like making deals, making analysis and nobody treated her, treated them any differently uh, because of her sexuality or because of her queerness, as she says, and she was just fully herself. And, and and they, and they said, post-game was like, it was not, I would have regretted not being out there as my full self Ricardo said the same thing. And it was just, it, it ultimately warmed my heart. I don't know. I
3: know it was definitely, it was beautiful final words by Evie. And all that I'll say is I know it's probably speaking, but I've seen, you know, comments on the, you know, toxic Facebook groups and stuff like that. But the people that are just like, well, why does it have to be specific and not all kids or, you know, they're upset about the person of colors or something. If you're one of those people that gets offended by any of those things that have been said the past few episodes, you don't get it. You don't get it. Mm -hmm. And you probably never will.
2: No, and it, it 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 stems from a, a place of w- when you are LGBT, you're 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 different. It, it's about being that person who is different, who doesn't fit in all the time. Who and, and to those people who don't get it, you're also probably more than likely part of the reason that people feel the need to come out of a closet and be in a closet in the first place, and all those mm-hmm. things. And I just I, I don't know. And I, I hope I get we get to talk to Evie post game because uh. They're the best I mean it it was just it was beautiful, and their whole game was beautiful and I could say the same about nasir N- nasir and Evi both we lo- we lost two people who really were there and represented something a lot bigger than themselves, which is so hard to do, and they did it both so 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 well and I'm the only thing I'm sad about is that they're both not in the game further,
3: yeah, it's Obviously they are, you know, two characters and two people that a lot of people were rooting for. And I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever to see one or probably both in the future. And I think that's great. And I, I think that's, you know, going back to the people that, you know, bash the season. I also think it says something for the fact that you can lose two great characters like Evie and Nasir and there's, a lot of good people left on the cast that it just shows how good of a casting job cbs got it right on this one
2: they did absolutely get it right and i mean this episode sucked because you know what i may have liked Debbie and this a little bit more than a lot of other people in the game but i love everybody else left in the game that final eight mm-hmm. is fantastic i just hope from a gameplay perspective it breaks up a little bit more that's the hope uh and that's why i didn't maybe love the episode as a whole as much as most people did but just there's so many good moments from this and the fact that we're able to talk about both of these votes in a really interesting way um is awesome and
3: well and especially with evie i wouldn't be surprised if you had in the beginning of the season it was jd who was saying you know oh he wanted to be out there it was because of you know, like the Aussies and the Woo's and people like that. And, you know, I'm sure we'll have people that are saying about that as JD down the line, but I would not be surprised, you know, in 10 seasons or whatever it may be, someone that came on that it was like, I watched Evie and from watching Evie play, that's what inspired me to apply and really showed me that I can do this too.
2: Yeah. I think we've seen a lot of that. And I think we're going to see a lot more uh, of it from, from, both of these people for some people on this cast them inspiring kids and adults to ultimately just be themselves more and, and to be comfortable with who they are and feel that love that they deserve. Um, and it's all just beautiful. All right. And with that said, I can talk about how much I love these people today, yes, but I'm not going to um, before we get to the ratings to talk about next episode. Is there anything you want to add here, Dan, before we take a little bit of a break?
3: uh i think i'm good until we get to have a bunch say a bunch but at least a few more things to say in the ratings but i think uh we did a pretty good job kind of covering most things in the episode
2: yep i'm with you there all right we will be back in a couple
8: minutes after a word from our sponsors ho 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 gentlemen the holidays have come early here at manscaped the leading men's hygiene brand manscaped just launched new products including their ultra new ultra premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner it's time to give yourself or someone who needs it the gift of beautiful skin hair and balls this holiday season go to manscape.com and use promo code survivor for 20 percent off and free shipping
9: jingle balls to the walls fellas listen up Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past, and it's possible you have Santa's beard in your pants. Could be Matt Bischoff's. It's time to leave your significant other some cookies and milk <sighs> at the bottom of your chimney. I'm talking about Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Oh, now I uh, I had a lot of sex. <laughs> when I got back from my last appearance, I literally had sex eight times in 12 hours. And uh, I did some damage down there, fellas. I did some serious damage. I had to call my doctor. There was swelling. There was everything else. It was bad. But you know what wasn't bad? My balls because I shaved them with Manscaped. Oh, (laughs) There was lighting at the top of the tree, but the (laughs) bottom of the tree looked perfect.
4: (laughs) Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to reduce cuts on your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. It's like a gift to your partner with less mess. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 also includes the crop preserver and crop reviver an anti-chafing ball deodorant moisturizer and toner it's time to keep your north pole feeling and smelling fresh
9: this hygiene bundle will also come with a pair of manscaped anti-chafing boxers god bless it i needed and used that this week i promise you the perfect package for your perfect package Manscaped is going beyond the groin with their new ultra-premium body wash. It's infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized.
4: They also just launched their new 2-in-1 shampoo and conditioner, which has key ingredients with benefits that include hydrating, nourishing, conditioning the scalp, and strengthening your hair at the same time. Tis the season to load up on Manscaped products. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends, your neighbor, the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Reality NSFW listeners get 20% off and free shipping with the code SURVIVOR at manscaped.com. Every guy out there needs to add Manscaped to their wish list this holiday season.
8: This is Santa Claus talking to you once again. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code SURVIVOR at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code SURVIVOR. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year.
9: We're all trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love but without all the bad stuff. And it's amazing as a midnight snack right before bed.
4: Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. That's only 140 calories per serving.
9: It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. And build your own box. Available flavors to build your very own custom bundle are cocoa, fruity frosted peanut butter blueberry cinnamon cookies and cream and my favorite maple waffle now magic spoon recently brought back their two super popular flavors cookies and cream and maple waffle thank goodness but they're back permanently and when these flavors were first introduced for a limited time they sold out extremely quickly Now, I'm here to let you know you can get them again or try them for the first time. Why? Because they are delicious and indulgent.
4: Johnny, Magic Spoon has so many great flavors that I really enjoy, and even my kids enjoy them. We have the Cocoa, Fruity Frosted, Peanut Butter. All these are really great combinations. Um, They enjoy waking up in the morning and getting some Magic Spoon right off to start their day great before they head off to school I think everybody listening should give Magic Spoon a try. Or if you've tried them already, it's time to reorder. Let's get you some more Magic Spoon and uh, get your day started right.
9: Hey, when I finish a podcast late at night, the first thing I'm thinking is not sleep. It's let me grab a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon before I go to bed.
4: So go to magicspoon.com forward slash survivor to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code survivor at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash survivor and use the code SURVIVOR to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this podcast.
2: All right, and after once again learning about the beauties of cereal and razors, (laughs) are you ready, Dan, to rate these final eight people that we have left in the game?
3: Absolutely. All right. Uh, I think I'm gonna have a little bit different ratings than the last time we did this.
2: I think I am too. I think I'm gonna have a lot different ratings than I did last week, and um, we you you'll all see. I may have to make some mulligans once again. But all right, let's. Well, do this. like
3: I know, I told you the last time we did this, I had uh, said, "Oh, I could see Tiffany being a dark horse to win," and then she yeah. immediately
2: got voted you out. You know so
3: what? I definitely caught a lot of shit for that.
2: I was from, not gonna bury. But, I, I was not going to bury you, but you buried yourself. So, you know what? Good on you. Um, but you I know will what?
3: say you have Erica first up on the screen. I am sticking by my prediction that I said on the last one that the, I could see her winning a fire making challenge. So, if not, we can bury me again. And I'm completely fine with that. But, you know. <laughs>
2: I mean, I don't think you're burying yourself with that with saying that you could see Erica winning a firemate challenge unless Erica gets to fire making and literally says, I don't know how to make fire. I've never made fire in my life. That's the only way you get buried. But what's your... What, I, split, I split the people up this week based on the two groups that went to tribal. So starting with Erica, what's your rating of her, Dan? So
3: Erica, I'm going to have... I wanted to put her higher, but I have her at a five okay. simply for the fact that for whatever reason we really don't know what happened or we didn't see it it seems to be the person that this episode that shan really wanted to get out and unfortunately or fortunately you know whoever fans you are of if you're but unfortunately if you're a fan of erica most times at this point in the season if shan wants you out we've seen her eventually get her away
2: we we have. I'm a little higher on Erica. I gave her a six for the reasons of... Yeah, Shanna said she wants her out, but I don't know how much everybody else does. Um, I think Erica's in a good spot, a relatively good spot, in terms of not going home right now. Can Erica win the game? She's my dark horse. I'll say that. She's the low woman on the totem pole in terms of people I think can win, but I think... Uh, she needs to make a bigger move if she wants to get there. And I also think needs more allies besides Heather. But she's in that ground... She's in between the ground of can win the game if she makes it and can also make it to the end. So that's why I have at a six. Because I also I, don't think... And good I on I her playing immunity. Some,
3: yeah. yeah, it was great for her because it seems like that definitely saved her. I don't know if we still see the Nasir flip if is still there. Maybe we do, but who knows? Maybe. But... I do think she has a higher upside at least of making it further. I think if she can continue to last another round or two, I not saying she could win. I mean she you know, you make it to the end, you obviously, you know, you have somewhat of a shot, well depending upon who you are. But I could see her making a run if especially if she can outlast Shan.
2: Yep. I'm with you there can she outlast shan i don't know but we shall see I, I think there's a lot more than meets the eye there all right let's talk about her number one the person that i gave a one two last week well, um, the
3: previous week i think i gave her a two so
2: yeah um i'll put it this way i wasn't right i said heather was dead to rights and surely going home but you know what i didn't believe Nasir could honestly fumble this as bad as he did Um, But you know what? Kudos on Heather for bouncing back. I will give her all the credit in the world for that. Uh, Like I said earlier, she did some pretty good acting. The fact that she survived a vote where uh, she was one of the only people in the vote that didn't actually was the only person that didn't have an advantage or immunity good on her for that. Um, But I'm saying it before and I'll say it again. She's not winning this game. It's just there was no path I can see where she w- gets to the end of the game and when she gets to the end, maybe as a goat at this point, I-, I can't see it, unfortunately. And I want, I wish I could say more. She's not the best player in the world. Uh, I-, I bumped her up to a three. Cause I think she's in a position now where the target's a little bit off of her back. And mostly cause we're at a point now where it's final eight. And people are like, crap, I need to make bigger moves than Heather to get to the end, but we'll see. Um, Heather's yeah that's why she's at a three and not any higher or lower
3: so one quick question for you when you're coming up with your ratings how much do you base it upon are they going to survive you know the next few tribal councils versus their ultimate you know path or chance of winning
2: uh the path or or further the path the chance of winning is a lot higher for me because if I'm looking at a rating of a player they're that good based on the shot they have to win And to me, the fact that she has almost no shot to win means she's not a very good player in my eyes.
3: So I'm going to go one higher than you did. I'm going to give her a four. Wow. Okay. For the simple fact that, I don't know, at this point, I'm not going to be shocked if she finds herself in the final three at this point. Yep. I think she may have, especially because if they do another easy vote, it seems like the person that Shan wants was the person we just talked about in Erica. And so I think, and I think if she, once you make it to the final seven, I don't think people are getting, everyone's going to want to take her. I yep. think she makes it to the end. She obviously still has an uphill battle to win, oh. but I, I'm not going to say it's a 0% shot is all I'm going to say. And yeah. I'm not, not saying it's high either. This is by yeah. no means a bold prediction that I'm looking to get crucified for later.
2: Nope, you're not. But
3: I, uh, I'm i going to have her at a four.
2: Okay. To me, it Heather has an uphill battle, but and Heather doesn't have a 0% chance of winning, but she has a 0.1% chance of winning out of the eight people left in the game. Everybody else, I can at least make an argument and maybe a scenario where if they get to the end with these people, that means they had to do this to get to the end. I see nothing with Heather and I'm sorry. Also I'm reading into the edit. Your, your winner is not going to be invisible for the entire premium of the game. I don't care if they wouldn't go to a tribal, they're not going to be this invisible. Uh, Heather's not winning. And I am. I, I gave her the three almost for how she played this episode. I'm wavering between giving, going down to a two, honestly, but. You know, when I'm going down to a two, she can't win the game in my eyes. I can't give her more than a two for not being able to win, but. Sticking with a four. All right. But let's go to the person who I'm, other hot take. I think is almost in the best position to win the game right now. Agreed. And that's Ricard. And I was not saying that for a while. And having somebody who doesn't have as many allies as Shannon does not have as many advantages as Shannon. Yeah, I'm surprised I'm saying this, but this is the week where I'm saying it, Ricard to me, made made a good move for his game. I don't love the way he went about it still. I still think him being too combative with Shan may bite him in the ass. And, uh, it, 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 and if it does, I can look back to every single time Ricard was trying to get his way and presented good arguments, but you need to know how to connect with everybody at the level they're at right then and there. And I think that's Ricard's biggest flaw in the game. Other than that, I'm hoping he's able to scoop up Eric and Heather, work with them. Uh, He made a good move here. He took somebody who was vulnerable, kept them safe. It looks like he's... um, It looks like he's going to be able to use them, and I think he can get further because he still is at the bottom of the alliance with uh, Danny and Deshaun, uh, Liana and Chan, but I think he's still there. And I also think with... Shan also not having a great relationship with Sean. I'm hoping and thinking that if he wants to make a move against Shan, he uses Deshaun to do it. Because I think if he does Shan, Shan's dirty work and gets Deshaun out for him, he's screwed. But that's why I'm at an eight for Ricard.
3: So I am also at an eight for Ricard, but for different reasons than you have.
8: All right.
3: I think so for the longest time, I. I'd still almost be kind of surprised if we didn't see that fight between Shan and Ricard or one of them's going to try to get out the other or, you know, maybe both at the same time, maybe it's a blind, however, it's done. You just, from everything that we've seen, it'd be, I just can't see a situation where they're both sitting at the end. And I said before in the past, I think one of the things that would hurt him and also would have hurt Shan at the time was the fact that I was afraid that when they went after each other, it was going to be too early. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best things for him is that Shan's new feud, as from what we've seen, seems to be Deshaun, which mm-hmm. I think puts him in a perfect spot that if they can work together to kind of get rid of Deshaun, whether it happens or not, I'm not saying that that's what's going yep. to happen. But I think is what that does is that if, him and Shan's side is able to come out on top on that vote, whatever it may be. I think it's perfect where then it's late enough in the game. He can get Shan out, do it late enough where he's not the, you know, the biggest threat and gone immediately. Yeah, And I think of all the people he's has one of the best in my mind, anyways, path laid out to potentially get to the end. Yes.
2: I think he is. He's the one where, the pasture is the greenest on the other side, I would say, maybe with the exception of Shan. The issue is he has to jump over a really tall fence to get there in the name of Shan. Um, and he has to do that very delicately. Also, the fact is that it's f- that Final 7 is approaching, and that Final 7 vote, as we both know, is one of the most critical votes every single season. At least I would say even these two votes, because Final 8 and Winners at War, we had Tony making the move of trying to get out, not trying in. He succeeded, getting out Sophie with an idol don't know if Ricard's going to try that here, but I do think he almost needs to at least disarm Shan a little bit here. Maybe get her to play the idol, even if not get her target a little bit higher or something. And then in final with final seven, if Deshaun's still in the game, grab Deshaun, grab Erica, grab Heather and say, let's go.
3: Well, and that's what even it could work to his benefit. Like I said, that if Shan and Deshaun go after each other, maybe there's a chance Shan has to use an idol to protect herself there. Which then leaves her vulnerable for you know for Card to give her the whole knife in the back right after she thinks that
2: oh she she's ha- oh, he safe has safe and she made it. He has to, but I also think the fact that Deshaun Deshaun needs to be in the game for that to happen. I really think he needs Deshaun. ah uh, It's possible. It's yeah, possible. I-, I think I he- mean
8: yeah.
3: I think what they could do here is I guess rather than going after Deshaun, is they could potentially go and say, Hey, let's get Danny to disarm Deshaun and then Ooh. Ricard makes the flip because Deshaun's going to be the most mad at Shan at that point. Like he may not like Ricard, but I think Deshaun's a smart enough game player that if Ricard would approach him and say, Hey, now it's time to get payback. Mm-hmm. Let's go. That I think they're both strategic and smart enough to go for that plan. Yep,
2: I'm. Um, that makes a lot of sense. I like that idea a lot. Let's see if he executes it. I, I also like you taking my idea um, earlier. Well done with that, um, of him trying to use Deshaun to get out, Shan. Just Wanted to put that out there. Alright, are you ready to talk about his uh, partner in crime for a lot of the game? Yep. Let's do it. That is uh, that is good old Shan. Uh, why, don't, why don't you start with Shan?
3: So I'm nervous for her. I think, like myself, uh, she was your winner pick.
2: She was, yes.
3: And she had such a great pre-merge and then she's looked a little bit shaky the past few episodes and i'm not talking that looks shaky that people are upset with her but she's a pastor i'm not looking at that at all the things that i'm looking at is what are we seeing on screen and i feel Mm -hmm. like since the merge you still see the good in shan but you see these small mistakes that weren't popping up in the pre-merge and so i can't quit her she was my winner pick. I'm not oh. willing to I'm not willing to jump off the ship quite yet. I'm gonna have her at a seven for the simple fact that she still does have that idol in her pocket. And mm-hmm. if she is able to kind of defeat Deshaun or whatever you want to call it for that side, I'd be I also wouldn't be surprised if she then knew that she had to get out Ricard. I think I'd like Ricard's chances of potentially seeing it and doing that first. But we've seen her also be so smart and good with people. I'm not gonna say she couldn't do it either, so I'm gonna have her to seven.
2: okay. I am keeping I am keeping Shannon an eight actually. Um, I do think' records in a slightly better position. So if I was doing decimals, it'd be like eight point one to eight. um but the reason I say this with shan um we've we we've talked about the downsides, and I think they've shown that a lot on the episode. I think it could be almost just to sp- to spin us around and be like, you know what, Shan's not a perfect player. But Shane is still getting her way every single vote. She's getting exactly what she wants, pretty much. This is the only vote where I can even think of that she didn't get exactly like, down to the detail what she wanted. And she still is able to take cre- a lot of credit for it.
0: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
6: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen The Bride and Groom?
2: and get out somebody who isn't going to hold it against her and to see her on the jury. So that's also well done. Uh, the bad, as we know, uh, she's sometimes not the best at really letting other people win battles. She's like, I need to win everything, and I get where she's coming from in terms of just like worried about losing that control because she has that roadmap planned out beautifully. And the fact that both, I would say both her and Ricard didn't really make that many mistakes until they started fighting with each other. Um, I-, I could say that. But ultimately, the reason I'm keeping her at eight, one, she's got an idol. Two, if I believe in anybody in the game to get out of a sticky situation, it's the person who's had to control the whole game. And I believe Shan is more than capable of it. And I would bet a lot right now. I would bet a lot of money that the winner of this game is either Shan or Ricard. And it's really going to be who takes out each other first. But I honestly think I think Shan's best position is not to be as aggressive. I think it's almost to let Ricard try, and then once she finds out Ricard is trying, because I think somebody would tell her, somebody could at least tell her, then she's just like, no, no, we need him gone, send him out, and like she has yeah. that power that Ricard doesn't have yet. So that's the upside for Shan, and that's yeah. why I'm keeping and her at an eight. But
3: we still don't know the overall story that this season's trying to tell us because we don't. I think if you had to pick you know, one person that, you know, is the main character of the season, it's, it's Shan. And she, yep. some sometimes that is the winner. Sometimes they're not. They're taken out early. And it kind of all depends. But even though, like, kind of stating that, uh, you know, we've kind of seen some of her mistakes, it doesn't mean that she isn't going to correct some of them in the future. Nope. And, I mean, we've seen very few perfect games of Survivor. And I'm not talking, you know, where they never get a vote and... You know, they get all votes in the end. But I mean, like a perfectly played game, it's, I mean, some people will say Tony last season. And, you know, you could say, you know, maybe other Kim. arguments would be Kim. Kim, yeah. But if that's what you're putting, I don't know if any other anyone else has necessarily played a perfect game of Survivor. And so just because she has, you know, some of those setbacks or flaws doesn't mean that she's not going to win.
2: Nope. I, I'm with you there on all of that. I think nobody has played a perfect game this season or no one's played even close to a perfect game. I think if you said overall who has played the best game this season, I think the answer is still Shan. But if you're telling, asking me right now to say who's who has the best chance of winning the game, and this is also me reading the edit, I think um, the fact that the show is trying to paint Shan as more of a villain than they are Ricard, the fact that we got the scene today, now about Ricard um being hard of hearing and not earlier in the game. I think they're setting up Shan's downfall a little bit more than they are setting up Ricard's. So that's where I'm leaning towards Ricard winning for the first time I think all season. I can fully say that, but if Ricard doesn't win, I'm willing to bet a lot at Shan and Shan would be a very, very good winner, in my opinion. Mm
3: -hmm. All right. Absolutely.
2: Yes. Uh, Let's move on to the other group. They didn't name them, so it's hard to describe, but we start with Danny on that group. Uh, why, why don't you start with Danny? Because there's not much.
3: So I'm conflicted with Danny. I'm worried about Danny next episode. For the simple fact that, and I mean, obviously you can never really tell much from the previews, but you know, you see that Ricard and Deshaun are kind of the two names thrown out, which to me automatically thinks that, well, both Deshaun and yeah, Ricard are probably both safe. And that's where it makes me fear that potentially they go after Danny or that's who they put their votes on and maybe Shan plays an idol or maybe they swing, however it's done. He's still very well liked. I'm debating between two numbers right now. What are they? A six and a seven. Okay. I'm going to have them at a six for the simple fact that I think Danny, I wouldn't be surprised if Danny's in the finale, but from what we've seen, I struggle to see his path at winning.
8: Mm-hmm. But uh, I
3: still, yeah, I'll stick with a six. Go, yeah. Your turn. Go ahead. Uh,
2: <laughs> you can change it later. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, I was vacillating between a five and a six, actually. Uh, Danny had a seven last week. Um, his time's starting to run out, in my opinion. I, I've, Believed in him, and I think he's very capable socially. I still think he's maybe the best player socially on this entire cast, I think. I, I can still say that. Uh, the fact that he's he's still a beast physically, he hasn't won anything yet. Um, but again, he's running out of time. We're down to eight people now. He doesn't have – he not only doesn't have a move in the on his mantelpiece, he doesn't have any control, I don't think. He's in with the power players, but I don't think he's the one able to decide anything at this point. So, uh, I I think maybe I'm giving him a six out of generosity. But at this point, mm, he's almost like Erica, that dark horse to me. But I think you almost take him out before you do her. I'm I'm actually going to go with a five. I'm going to go with a five. That. I think I said it
3: the last time we did this, my biggest fear with Danny is just that he's going to get picked off because they know that him and Deshaun are such a type yep. two. And if you don't want to take the shot at Deshaun, like we talked about it before, if, you know, Ricard knows that he needs to use Deshaun, well, let's weaken Deshaun. Let's take out his number one, which will get him kind of more eager to play erratic.
2: Yep. That could,
3: be, that could be Danny. I, I don't know. It's Like I I said, I could see him going next episode. I could see him being in the finale somewhere, but I I don't think I can give him higher than a six right now.
2: Yeah, part of the reason I'm dropping him, I just really didn't like that move, uh, telling Xander basically I want to be gone again. It, it, It should, just because it didn't backfire on him, doesn't mean it wasn't a bad move, and for all intents and purposes, it really should have backfired, I think.
3: Well, and from what we've seen, because they had the first episode together at Shipwheel Island, we saw at the merge that him and Xander had a lot of conversations. I think it would have been a really good avenue to keep that door more open Mm -hmm. with Xander, where Xander kind of keeps banking that he has Danny and it seems like Danny isn't interested. But I think he'd be better off because then he'd have someone else that he could kind of make his move with or... Something along those lines.
2: I'm, I'm really with you there in a lot of it. Um, so yeah, let's talk about his right hand man. That is good old Sean. And uh, uh, let me let me start with him. Go for it. I'm, I'm done. I'm at a six. I, 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 was at a six last week, and I think I'm still there for now. He's still very capable socially. I think the fact that him and Shan can't get along still they're kissing and making up all the time is not good for him. The fact that Chan has him on that, the arguably the most powerful player in the in the game isn't, isn't not only not, I'm sorry, is not only not fighting to keep you in the game is probably willing to let you go and may actually be targeting you very soon. That's not good. The other thing is yeah. Danny is tight with him. Who else is though? Who else is really fighting for Deshaun? Liana, The going to go with what Chan wants. She's more loyal to Chan than she is to to Deshaun. And everybody else, I think, realizes how good of a player he is. The only reason I think he has a six is because he is a player that I think if he gets to the end, can win the game and has shown that he is really, really smart and still very likable. But other than I'm nervous for him. I'm also vacillating between a five and a six for him, but I'm I'm at a six for now. Why, Why don't you go ahead, Dan?
3: I'm also nervous for him. The thing that I guess will point out some things that's in his favor, because I have him at a seven. Okay. Which probably seems high, but I'm sticking by it. And because I think one of the one of his advantages he does have over Shan, I don't think Erica will ever vote with Shan. Erica will work with Deshaun, from what we know. And I think that gives him another avenue that if they don't take the shot at him. I don't think, like, say, you know, like, I kind of keep saying, if they get Danny, I don't think Deshaun's dead. I think he still has some other people that he can call on because he's still going to be closer to, at least than Shan, you'd think, with Erica and potentially Heather. The only thing that makes it wild is if Ricard built up goodwill with them during the last vote. As much as, you know, Xander could still... It's been proven time and time again that he can't really work with them i could see xander more going to that side than the shannon ricard side because i feel like they keep trying to trick him and get him out and he's at least had more of an open dialogue with danny and deshawn so i think that if you take the shot at that side i think you better hit deshawn because if you don't i think he still has a lot of chances to go plus you know he's still he's not looking. You know it's like the athletic. You know great. You, I guess specimen that you look at Danny or maybe even Xander at some point. But you saw him last challenge. I'm not going to be surprised to see him pick up an immunity win or two. I'm just not counting him out yet. So I haven't for all those reasons I have him at a seven.
2: That's fair that I'm not counting him out. My one thing is I don't know if Xander's very much willing to work with him because it almost seems like. At this point, Liana, Liana, uh, Danny, and uh, Deshaun are the people that like just won't work with him. And I think this them being at this little tribal with Xander is just more ammo for him of, you know what, no, I'm not working with you. I thought I had you and I didn't. I don't know how likely he is to work with Shannon Ricard either, which makes his options very limited. Uh, well, that was too. the only thing I was
3: going to point out, was who can he work with? because I don't okay, know. Like, I think it's Erica, Erica and Heather maybe, but... Erica, Yeah, it's Erica, majority.
2: Heather, and uh, hoping that... I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Deshaun, if you want to say Deshaun, but I don't know. But we'll get to Xander in a minute. Let's first get to... Uh, his arch nemesis at this point, which is very funny to me.
3: Hates his face.
2: And Liana, she hates his face. I don't hate yours, Dan. Why don't you start with Liana?
3: I'm conflicted. I, once again, I feel like I have been a lot this week. Uh, yeah. I don't think she's going anytime, at least not this next episode. Oh. I don't I don't think she's going next episode maybe she could but my guess would be that she's not my biggest issue with her is that so whenever that split happens between Deshaun and Shan you know so the Danny Deshaun side and the Shan Ricard side I don't know what her path is at winning Mm -hmm. because I think if she goes either of those sides she almost needs all four of them out or at least Deshaun, Ricard, and Shan all out in order to win. And I don't see how that happens. Uh, Just from what she's... I have her at a five. But I just think she has a rough path moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I don't like, from her point, that she still has the sole focus of getting out Xander. And it... I'd like to see her to be able to move off from that and not have that be, all I want in this game is to get out Xander.
2: Yep. All right. Uh, I'm at a four for Liana. Uh, She, in my opinion, is a, not a dark horse to win. I think she's a dark horse to go home next actually, because I think the next vote is almost a, just get to final seven vote, instead of it really being like the focus of, it's a final eight, but we need to get somebody big out here. I think this is the vote. After the dust has settled, Marseille, it's like Let's just get somebody out that like, all right, mm-hmm. isn't too worrying. I think it could be an, an easy argument for a lot of people. All right, let's get let's get rid of somebody close to Shan. Shan, you you've been in the power position too long. Let's get rid of somebody. Uh let's get rid of one of your sheep and maybe your most loyal sheep in Liana. Um I think she's ultimately way too loyal to Shan. I think that's gonna be her downfall. and she's not threatening, which keeps her in the game a little bit longer. Is she winning the game? I think she has a better shot to win the game than Heather. And really, and Xander, based on the fact that I don't think Xander's making it very far either. Other than that, uh, she's not in a good position to win in my eyes, unfortunately. So
3: My only, I guess, I guess, counterpoint to her going out next is, so you'd have to think now for the most part, they're probably down to 24-hour cycles. I mean, I guess maybe we have one or two more where they That's, potentially do reward there- and...
2: I almost go the, down to two day cycles at this point. Cause what, what are we at day 17 that so they
3: have nine days left with eight people? I guess you could, you may still have it. In I think there. you
2: do a two, I think you do like a two day cycle here, maybe one more two day after that. And then you're down to one day.
3: But I just, I guess it's, it's possible, but it's hard to see that Danny and Deshaun would try to get her out next. If they weren't willing to just do it right there.
2: I don't think they're trying to get her out next, but I also think, uh, and I I think Deshaun is a little more willing to try. And I think Danny's a little more likely to go along with it. However, I, I don't know if they're willing to try, but I think they might be willing to say, you know what? If the outsiders of Erica, Heather and Xander say they were and they pitch, can we please get out Leon? I think she's the most. A- agreeable one that the majority, she's the most expendable to that majority, in my opinion, At this point, even more than Ricard, Um, just for her loyalty to Shan alone and the fact that they almost are certain she doesn't have any power in the game. So that's why I'm at a four with her. But can she go up? Sure. She's shown me this season that she's a very capable player and very, very, very smart. But we'll see. All right. All right. Let's go to the person I'm probably most disappointed in.
3: Yeah. Last father, not la, last, but not, not least, not, I'm just disappointed.
8: <laughs>
2: yeah, as, as Jeff said, this episode we're talking about,
7: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
5: It's my little escape.
7: Now Judy's the life of the party.
5: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
7: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky?
2: Don't know why he loves him so much, but he does. Uh, I know why Jeff loves him so much. I mean, yeah, home, Alex, I, you do too. Oh, I know, I know. I'm joking, of course. He's a, he's the alpha male underdog. That's yeah, Jeff's favorite player. That's the one that Jeff wants to win the game every single time. He's just a bit younger of that. He's a bit younger than the person Jeff normally likes. However, he's basically that person this season. Uh, I'm going one higher than Heather. I'm giving him a three. Uh, he fumbled this episode. He flat out, he was, he won immunity and he was safe. So the only good thing is that he still has an idol game, but I can't, I'm giving somebody with an idol of three and he has a three just because he has that idol. Um, and that he's g- physically good at the challenges. So there's a small shot in hell that he can win out or find another idol. So I, I sure is it possible for him to win three challenges and find another idol? Maybe. Um, but I think he had a big chance here with a group of five, to be a power player. And I think he almost thought I want immunity. So everybody's going to come to me and I'm, I'm like by default power player. And they're like, the players in the game are like, no, 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 no. If you're not, if you're not taking power away from us, we are going to control this vote. And they did. And they played him flat out like a fiddle. Um, and so I think he can get to the, can he get to the end? Uh eh, maybe. Can they win the game if he gets to the end? Sure. But he has to, do a lot to get to the end and i also don't think if he gets to the end he'd have much agency in that scenario he already has one person on the jury i don't think leon almost ever votes for him um based on the fact that she's wanted him out the whole game and doesn't see how good of a player he is the yeah, others uh, i don't know like we've said players come out of the game and they think of xander as like the fun goofy like young and experienced, like naive guy who yeah i made some cool moves but he was more flashy than anything uh, yeah, I think I, and I also think he's probably gone very, very soon. If he makes it more than three votes, I'm a little surprised. So that's why he's I at a three for me.
3: See a path to him going a little bit further, and it's simply I don't know if once he saw Evie get voted out, if he did a prayer, if he did a rain dance, or you know whatever it may be.
2: That's his hope, but.
3: I think if this infighting in that larger alliance happens next week, like at least we're shown in the preview, which we kind of stated earlier, you kind of take what they put in there with a grain of salt because they never want to telegraph something that much. But if there is in fact that kind of faction, I could see him slipping by a vote or two. Mm -hmm. And so say that he's able to slip to uh, after the next vote, that gets him to seven. He has an idol that gets him to six potentially, but you want to tell me that I could see him winning two challenges and getting to the final, final tribal. I don't, that's not what I'm predicting, but I'm saying I see the path for it. My bigger issue with him is I don't know what votes he gets, if any, depending upon who he's up against. I think the other thing that works out for him is we did see that conversation that he had with Erica while That larger group kind of blatantly went off and said, let's go talk further on down the beach, that maybe he can link back up with Erica and Heather. Mm. But I have him at a four. I was low on him, and then I kind of did the roller coaster where I was high, and now I think I'm back at another, you know, on the downfall with him, but not counting it out. It's just I think he has he has a hard path to get to the final final three. And then I think an even harder, harder path to secure the votes to get there because Jeff would want to give it to him right on the spot. But with the people that are currently there, (laughs) I don't know how many jury votes he has. Depending Uh, on who
2: he could be up against. That makes a lot of sense. The thing is, and I think sure the infighting helps him maybe survive a vote and sure. can, Can he win two immunities? Uh, and win the fire making short. I also think, though, if he gets to the end, he tries to take out Liana. And I almost think Liana needs to be sitting next to him if he wants any shot of winning. Because all Liana can, because then he can say, like, you know what, Liana's tried to get me out this whole game, and she failed. Her one goal was to get me out. She failed. That's one person I think he can beat. Who else can he beat? Heather, maybe? That might be his path, and it might be his only path, I think, really. Because I think if anybody else gets to the end, Eh, maybe Danny, actually. Maybe Danny, right. maybe Erica. Those are people he'd have an outside shot of beating, but I almost think he, he has a path. It, it's like as thin. it's as thin as it possibly can. It's there, but it's like it has to go exactly how he says, or one little chop and he's done. It's like hanging by the smallest of threads possible. Uh, and the
3: only other thing that I'll say is that if he was this huge underdog that took these risks and against all odds made it to the end and won, Jeff would have had the massive jerk-off party ahead of time just being like this is <laughs> the greatest season of all time. Oh my or god. None. And they, well, do, I, you I
2: think, do you think do you think he learned from Holloway and Bergen to cool it a little bit? Um, Don't don't don't, forget
3: Cochran, too. He went after Philippines saying that Caramon was going to be great. No, I don't think he did because there was an interview where what he was. I think this was pre-winners at war, but he was giving like his Mount Rushmore of, you know, the four best survivor players. And like I said, it was pre-winners at war. So we didn't have Tony on there. He did Rob, of course. He did Sandra, Parvati, and he put Ben in there. So I don't think he's learned his lesson for the fact that he had Ben at his Mount Rushmore <laughs> of Survivor players.
8: Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, I don't think he did. And, and, yeah, Jeff would have a fit. But here's the thing I also think is going against Sandra. He's 20 out there. Yeah, is a jur- I have such a hard time believing a jury is voting for a 20 year old or 21 year old to win the game yes it happened with Fabio and uh, and Mar- and Jenna Mursco I'm not saying it can't happen but a guy one who's full below- what
3: we haven't seen it lately
2: I I don't see it I don't see it with this jury it's comprised of Tiffany who's an older parent nasir who's an older parent I think Evie maybe but I also think Evie's that like old She's got like that older heart, if you know what I mean. I don't. I see it being tough with for her to vote for almost a kid, and I think that's like an obstacle a lot of these people are going to have to cross voting for a
8: kid see, to win.
3: I also see Evie kind of being someone that she's not going to necessarily be impressed by all the nope. gadgets and idols and stuff Evie, like that. There's no way about, Evie will. I think Evie is more on a traditional who played the best social game. I think yep. is where. Her vote goes.
2: And Evie also is a person who saw Xander a lot in the game, and is going to be a person that not only I think doesn't campaign for him, but is not going to deliberately campaign against him, but I think he's going to make arguments against Xander, and I think that's going to take a lot of weight with the jury. So uh, the more I see it, the less of a shot he has to win, but I, I feel okay putting him in threes just above how they're in my eyes. Um, yeah, I don't know what else I can say about him. I like him. I hope to talk to him postseason about his game. And, yeah, I want to see him play again, but maybe in a few years. Um, And also, I I loved his lines about talking about being a CS person and, like, debugging code. Because as a comp site major in college, that spoke to me a lot. (laughs) But I would hope that I would play a better game than Xander. I probably wouldn't, but I would hope that I would All right. He's being
3: brought back. As long as Jeff has any say in the cast on our attorney's pool, like, Xander will be back.
2: More than likely, unless we get uh, Xander two, three, four, and five in the next four, next couple seasons, but you know what, we pro- and we probably will. We'll see. All right. Is there anything else uh, about this episode on the whole that you want to talk about, Dan?
3: I think for the most part, we covered it all.
2: I think we did um, a pretty thorough job this season. Still, I'm going to say what I've said the whole season. This cast is fantastic. The twists are getting annoying, although they're dying down a little bit, which I appreciate. And we're about we're less than a month from the finale now, which is crazy to think about. We have let me just check the calendar. So we have an episode the week before th- the day before Thanksgiving, and we have two more, and then the finale. So what's also is going to mean is we're going to have five people at the finale, which I am also very happy about. Because I think when that's
3: the, the better way to do it because when you get to that final six, you're just rushing through. Yes. And, so they're, much.
2: and they're gonna be able to take their time getting through the getting through the final five but which i think will be really interesting the final four fire I'm making which is again a dud and we need to stop it but you know what they'll have time to get through it. and then hopefully an adequate final travel council uh i don't think there's a reunion so i think they'll have actually a lot of time to get through this which is really interesting and yeah i i'm just so grateful that uh, the, the season, survivors back, the season's happening. It's a really good season. I wish it could be better, and I think it could be. But you know what? Uh, let me not cry to, cry over spilled milk. All right. All right. And as we look forward into next week, it is almost certain. Lauren, Lauren Pratt, and I will be back the week at, right after Thanksgiving at some point. Almost certainly with a with another uh, Survivor player that is in the works. Uh, first off, Dan, thank you so much for joining me.
8: This Absolutely. was an Appreciate absolute blast.
2: Yeah. You're a great friend of mine. I love talking to her with you. And I know Lauren is going to be so envious that we're getting to talk about <laughs> this amazing show without her. And I hope she is because you know what, Lauren, I love you, but yeah, I, I, I hope you're a little bit jealous that I got to talk to Dan for two hours. All right. With that being said, a couple of plugs. If you want to become a patron of reality, NSFW, and catch all the extra content that Johnny and Matt are putting out there, including weekly Q and A's where they will talk about anything. The podcast is called reality NSFW Dan and I aren't that NSFW neither is Lauren, but boy, are Johnny and Matt that they are that to a T. They will talk about anything and everything. It's really insane. In my opinion,
3: (laughs) I actually try to submit questions for that most weeks. So I, Mm -hmm. maybe I'm not as NSFW myself, but I like to uh, fan the flame.
2: Yeah, you that's absolutely, that is very true. Uh, if also if you want t-shirts uh, and a personal phone call from Johnny Fairplay, go to johnnyfairplay.com If you want to check out coverage of the Challenge All Stars at All Stars 2, I believe that's on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, Johnny, Matt, and Alex Tria, Johnny, uh, Alex Trius, and Lauren are doing that every single week and also, Wednesday night, April November 24th at nine, around 9, 9.15 Eastern. Some combination of Johnny Fairplay, Matt Bischoff, and Alex Trius will be back to talk about episode 10 of this incredible season. And with that being said, Dan, it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And to everybody who's stuck with us, thank you for watching. Have a great night. Take care. Bye-bye. Lucy
5: nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not
9: patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine in cherry ice flavor each and every flavor actually tastes great and it's convenient and discreet products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights at work on the go or even in the gym
5: i am so happy that lucy is sponsoring us ever since they came on board i have gotten no less than five of my friends transitioned over to lucy and put their cigarettes down They like the gum. I'm used to seeing the packages all around. This stuff is great, and it's really helping people make much healthier choices. So get on board and join the Lucy movement.
9: Hey, it's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month, It's so simple that you don't even have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down.
5: Reality NSFW listeners go to Lucy.co and use promo code survivor to get 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges. That's Lucy.co and use promo code survivor at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. That's lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code SURVIVOR.
9: This episode of Reality NSFW is sponsored by Blue Chew. Say it with us, Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help men get stronger and longer-lasting erections. That's right, we're giving away super hard dicks.
5: Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED.
9: Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor offices, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your
5: prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. BlueChew's Sildenafil and Tadalafil tablets are chewable. Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Hey, if you're looking
9: to give that immunity idol to someone or you don't want to be voted out of a crater, don't worry, chew has got you covered. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information.
5: And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code Survivor at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's Blue Chew, B L U E C H E W.com, promo code Survivor to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast.